Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Amber and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel Hammers here. Rob Kendall, Indigo, off the rails. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. So two weeks, legislative session. Lawmakers are all uh, hobnobbing there in the state house. And have we accomplished anything, Rob? Well, there's there's a there's a plan for the state sandwich. Uh, okay. There's there's a, there's a plan for a state nickname. Is it the McRib? I know we've been lobbying. Is the McRib in the running to be the state sandwich? It is. So you, this is the most Indiana government thing ever. So the, the it's the tenderloin, and the guy who's sponsoring the bill is a state senator from Huntington named Andy Zay. Well, Andy Zay lives in Jim Banks' congressional district, so his signature issue this year is the tenderloin, and like within nine hours of Jim Banks announcing that he's running for Senate, Andy Zay announces he's running for Jim Banks' soon-to-be open con- <laughs> congressional seat. This that, is this is Indiana politics. Anything with the property taxes. I know that's something, but a huge topic on the... On the did I say something funny? Oh, <laughs> anything helping the taxpayers, Nigel! <laughs> Okay, so look, if it's is it on the taxpayer's mind, then is this a big concern for a constituents? Like if they're not discussing it or talking about it, first of all, back up. What's going on with property taxes? Why do people need be, need to be concerned? And then we'll we'll fast forward. Well, the assessments came down last year, and the assessments went through the roof. And naturally, when your home is taxed based on what your home is assessed at, a percentage of what your home is assessed at, it's, it's only basic math. This is property taxes are about to skyrocket. Now, they've estimated somewhere between 5 and 8% for the state. The problem is a property in Reelsville is probably not going to see near the increase a property in Brownsburg or Westfield or Carmel's going to see. So in central Indiana, it's not unreasonable to say that people are going to see, many people could see, uh, their property taxes go up 20 30 40%. Which, if you look what's happening in America... You've got real wages not keeping up with inflation, so people are getting a pay cut year over year. Uh, the gas prices, they go up, they go down, but they're still way higher than they were a couple of years ago. And now you're telling me my property taxes are going up as well. Yeah, and they've known about this for years, right? It's not like this assessment process hasn't been wholly ridiculous for years. But this is why lawmaker, why I loathe these people. People say, Rob, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs> and they say, that a lot and this and this is why because the taxpayers were very clear in 2008 and then in 2010 when they put them in the constitution that our homes are not 
government, local government's personal piggy bank. The local governments were totally out of control. They put tax caps into the Constitution because people wanted local governments to feel pain. You are not properly stewarding our money. You need to suffer a little bit. Well, now, uh, almost immediately, obviously they put that referendum clause in, so almost immediately schools started trying to worm their way around it. And now, for the past basically 15 years, we have seen the intent of the property tax caps being subverted through the assessments, where at any point the assessor can say, well, your house is worth $30,000 more than it was a year ago. Well, naturally, then your taxes go up without anybody actually raising your tax rate. Yeah, crazy. So... Rob, I know you've talked about this a lot. You used to declare yourself a tax-cutting machine. Yes, greatest tax, okay? municipal tax cutter in state history. Yes, thank you. It was in your Twitter Twitter bio, yes, tax-cutting machine. 13.5% property tax cut in 2012, largest tax municipal property that's, tax. That's, that's great. That's that is cool. Well, so what would be you your solution to this? Because I hear a lot of people, a lot of your haters say, oh, that Rob, all he does is talk, but there's no answers. If you were working over at the Indiana State House right now and you had the ability to sway some people on some things how do we fix this kind of thing well the obvious answer and this is the answer that the Republicans in Indiana won't even consider because they are wholly invested now in legalized vote buying is that we should be out of the property tax the annual property tax game altogether right it is completely ridiculous that you are not monetizing something and you are taxed for it this is the only time that happens when you buy a stock you don't get taxed on that stock until you monetize it so the obvious solution would be look you buy this house and then when you sell the house you are taxed on the income you make on the house. Now, I would get out of property taxes altogether, but I think a fair compromise that is pro-taxpayer is to say, look, whether it's 7%, 10%, whatever, when you finally sell that house and make some money on it, now you're going to pay You're gonna pay the government. My dad's lived in the same house for 37 years. He's never monetized that asset. My dad has paid far more in property taxes with me out of school than he has in because I've been out of school longer than I've been in it that he's owned that house. That's ridiculous. But the- roads and fire... Uh, departments and police officers and you know that those kinds of things that's what property taxes go for i'm not arguing but this is what abdul's uh, argument was with us the other day when i said you never really own your property uh hammer they passed a referendum recently in beach grove did they not they did now did that money end up going to make teachers infinitely better more qualified no where to go <laughs> well there's an awesome football field there's an awesome baseball field and uh i think <laughs> maybe a little bit went to the band room ladies and gentlemen of the jury i rest my case <laughs> these local governments do not want to be held accountable and 15 years after tax cabs which were a clear message that they from the voters yeah. that you people are completely out of control they have figured out about nine different ways to worm their way around it i promise you, as someone who was once in local government, the amount of money these local governments waste on needless bullcrap, you would never know it's gone. We're going off the rails with Rob Kendall. So this week, Jim Banks has been making the rounds. He spoke with Tony. He spoke with us. Uh, He did not speak with you, Rob. Because I think there's a little bad blood between you and Representative Jim Banks. Why are you so anti 
Jim Banks. Well, the fact that Jim Banks won't come on our show, he's one of those. Have you reached out to him? He knows where to find me. He used to text message me all the time, you know, when he doesn't like something he heard on our show. And I said, hey, call me. We'll talk about it. No phone call. He knows how to get a hold of me. Jim Banks is not going to come on our show because I don't buy his bull crap. Is I- there anybody that you like, though? Because, again, the question you brought up earlier, why are you the way you are? I think Nige and I in a way, are kind of like you, and we don't want to be friends yeah. with any of these people. But at the same time, you have to vote for somebody. There's not going to be a perfect candidate. You rip on everyone so much, from the Duke of Spendingburg uh-huh. to Jim Banks uh-huh. to Holcomb. Oh, yeah. Not that they don't deserve it, but at the same time, a buddy of mine came up to me <laughs> and said, does Rob Kendall know he's the voice of the Democrats in Indiana? <laughs> Do which you get unfair, where they're coming from? Which is unfair because you should be allowed to criticize Republicans and not be oh, labeled a Democrat. Oh, I'm not saying you're not allowed yeah. to criticize them. Yeah, I but get. That's... But sometimes I think our representative from Brownsburg here just beats up so much on the Republicans that it almost lifts up the Democrats. Okay, well, let's answer a couple things. First of all, I treat people the way I expected myself to be treated when I was a an elected official. And you worked at the state house and your boss was our former midday guy, that's wasn't it? That's right. And when I was an elected official, what did I do? We can joke about tax cutting machine, whatever. I cut a whole bunch of taxes. I reformed a whole bunch of government. And I funded a whole bunch of infrastructure. And I didn't expect any hugs from anybody or any kisses on the cheek. <laughs> and people came to the meetings and pounded their fist and said they didn't like me because I was taking the money away from special interests. That's the way it works. If you need a hug, you're in the wrong business if you're in, in government. Now, with banks... My deal with Banks is he lied to me. And what I mean by lied to me is he promised to be different. He promised to be better. He promised to be conservative, blah, blah, blah. Well, the first time he actually had to put up or shut up, because the entire time he's been in the U.S. Congress, he hadn't had to make any hard votes. The first hard vote he had to cast was for the Speaker of the House. And he had an opportunity. If Jim Banks, and this is the truth and everybody knows it, if Jim Banks had come out and said, I am joining the 20 people who are standing against Kevin McCarthy, Jim Banks has enough clout and swag or sway that he would have been able to keep Kevin McCarthy from being Speaker of the House. Not only did he not do that, he voted for him 15 consecutive times and he was on this radio station saying why that's such a great thing. Kevin McCarthy will be horrific for the American people. We know what Kevin McCarthy is. Jim Banks is a smart guy. He knows what Kevin McCarthy is, but he didn't dare want to tick off Kevin McCarthy because McCarthy's supported by McConnell, and Jim Banks saw what happens when you make Mitch McConnell mad when Marlon Stutzman ran against Todd Young, and Marlon Stutzman got bombarded by like $9 bajillion of Mitch McConnell money, and Todd Young got to be a senator. Jim Banks had an opportunity to be different. He had an opportunity to be better. I'm not going to shake his hand and say, I'm so lucky that you're running when you don't stand up for me. So when the Indiana primary rolls around, and let's say that all of our favorite TV pals are in the mix here. Banks is the only one that's made it official. But let's say Mitch Daniels is in, Victoria Sparks is in, Jim Banks is in. 
You hate all of them, correct? Well, here's what I want. I want the truth to come out about the people. And by the truth, I mean the truth about the voting record. Like Mitch Daniels has this Paul Bunyan-esque persona about him, like that he cut every tax and he limited every government. The truth is he did cut some taxes, but he raised a lot of taxes. Property taxes are a great example. When Mitch Daniels capped the property taxes, he raised the sales tax. That wasn't a tax cut. That was a tax shift. Mitch Daniels facilitated billionaire Jim Ursh say who inherited the team from his dad he facilitated me a, a middle class person you Nigel having to pay higher taxes so that Jim Irsay gets a free stadium Mitch Daniels was the architect of a gigantic socialized medicine program that grows every year and costs us more money every year in the state of Indiana that only comes out if he runs I want the Paul Bunyan S tale to be debunked I want people to know what Jim Banks did that he voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times the only way that happens is if all these people run against each other and start throwing the mud at each other. Let's go! <laughs> uh, can you stick around for another oh, segment? Yes, I'm just getting started. <laughs> right, going off the rails with Rob Kendall. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.